Hello. 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 Live at the time it was recorded from the Intro Memorial Spare Bedroom Studio in beautiful downtown Southeast Pennsylvania, USA. It's season three of the Josh and AC podcast. This is The Dead End with Josh and AC. Joshandac.podbean.com. Follow us on social media at Josh and AC on Facebook, Josh and AC Podcast on Instagram. Visit our YouTube page, Josh and AC Podcast, or send us an email, Josh and AC Podcast at gmail.com. Hello, everyone. I am It's a cross game room. Coming at you. Season 03, episode. Episodo for the duo. Uh, I'm Josh. What? That's not how you say 42. No, you say it. Catorce Dose. Nope. You can say it? Let's hear it. 42? Yeah. It's Quarente Dose. Quarente Dose. No, Dose. Dose is 12, dude. So there's not a 40 12. Well, there could be in 2,000 years. Quarente Dose. It's 42. All right, everybody. Welcome in. This is a song that played when Amber was here. That's why I played it. Oh, okay. All right. Welcome in, everybody. Season 3, episode 42 of The Dead End with Josh and AC. Josh and AC.podb.com. You know how to find us. We go over that shit at the end of the show. I almost stumbled through that, man. This coffee's got to kick in. So we, uh, what the hell was his name? Shanene? We saw Shanene. It was like Fashuka. No, it wasn't. It was C-H- a y y y y y. All I know A-A. is when he pulls up, it sounds like he's flying a spaceship. But it's, it's like beer shit. We're getting this guy on Kinda. DoorDash from Wawa yeah. again. I don't understand it. You must live nearby. Um, but uh, we got Wawa delivered because we were lazy. Not milkshakes this time. Josh and I uh, were recording really late tonight. We we've, we've been uh, really dilly dallying around tonight. Yeah, no um, sense of urgency at all. Well, there's no sense of urgency because we really uh, we struggle for content for the first of the two recordings. Don't tonight. tell them that. Well, no, but well, it's over now. Well, it's first just, of two. We did, well, yeah, the first of two recordings. This one's fine. We have enough stuff for this one for sure. Oh, yeah, but we really you must have some stuff then. Well, no, I, I, listen. You told me not to be negative, so I'm not negative. All right, Mister Positivity over there, Josh. So, so anyway, Josh got a uh, triple mocha over there. Triple espresso mocha with half of a Colombian in it. Yeah, and I paid eight dollars a drink because we got it delivered because I was too lazy to go out there. It's like we got it from fucking Starbucks. I got a ice latte mocha cold cup, two percent milk, chocolate. Yeah, it's definitely sauce, not in a cold cup. <laughs> um, extra shot times one, fill with ice and stir. Order on your cup. And uh, oh, no, it says order number on your cup. Mine is a twenty-four out twenty-four ounce cold cup. Uh, seven ounce almond milk, three zero salt carm. Uh, it's a, you I, really like the taste of semen there. 
Um, then I have cell, salty caramel. Then it says cell 24 ounce iced. Fill with ice. Stir. Order number on cup. Plus 332-222-9837. What if that's the driver's number? Does yours say that too? Oh no, I bet you that's like so. Three three two 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 nine eight. So I wonder, like, if DoorDash needed to call me, that's the number that they use, like the spoof number. Maybe. Yeah, that's probably what they have to use to call. We should try it and see what happens. Because it does have my name. It has the M like crossed out there. But oh, speaking of things, uh, phone calls. We never played it last show, so we're gonna do it now here in a minute. Let me pull. Oh, it Oh yeah, yeah. We never finished with that. Uh, okay, I have it. Are you ready? Yeah, go ahead. Well, tell everybody what we're doing. So we were just thinking about, you know, the origins of Kenny Curve Cock, and, well, here it is. Well, it's, this is this is post-announcing... Yeah, from last week where we announced that we we're gonna uh, keep the celebrations up to uh, season yeah. four. Yeah, we going signed here. on for season four. So here we go. Yeah. Hello. Uh, who is this? It's Rusty's Bob Ram. Uh, no, he's not. But I could give you his cell phone number. All right. Well, could you just get him a message for me? Yeah. Hang on a second. Okay. All right. Ready? Yeah. Well, he borrowed a porn movie from me about two weeks ago that. called Bone Appetit. I was just wondering if I could get it back. But I never tried to figure out movie? what it was called. Yeah, Bone porno Appetit. movie. You must have the wrong number or something. Why is that? Because he doesn't like those kind of movies. Why do you think he doesn't like porn movies? Mm. I guess because he's a Christian. <laughs> huh. All right. Well, write down the name of the movie so you can just tell him. It's okay. called it's called Bone Appetit. Oh, I got it. And here, write down because there's five of them. I loaned him part two. Write down the the movie stars that are in it. This one's got Jack Longrod. <laughs> write that down. Patsy Piss Flaps is in it. You got it? Yeah, I got it. Kenny Curvecock is in it. Now just read that back to me because I'll make sure he knows which movie it is. Okay, Jack Longwide, Kenny Curvecock, and Patsy, what's your name? Piss Flaps. Miss Flaps? Piss Flaps. Okay. And Frankie Fudge Packer's in it, too. <laughs> and Tammy Twatlips is in it, too. Okay, I'm running out of room on my paper. I'm running out of room on my paper. last two names. Can you read those back to me real quick? Frankie Budge Packer, uh, Jack Longwide, Kenny Kirkcock, Patsy Tisflaps. Yeah, and you got Tammy Twatlips. Okay. Oh, and uh, no, the director, Artie Assrammer is the, the director. Can you write that down? Can you read that one back, Tammy? Artie Assrammer, the director? Yeah, that's it. Okay. Oh, and Connie Conguzzler. Can you read that back? Connie Conguzzler? Come, Guzzler. Come, Guzzler? Yeah. All right, just to make sure one last time, then I'll let you go. Can you just read all the names back? Mm. Frankie Budge Parker, Jack Longwide, Kenny Kirkcock, 
Patsy Kiss Flaps, Tommy Twat Lap, Audie Ass Whammo, uh, Connie Cum Guzzler. And Patsy Pussy Fart is in it, too, I just remember. Okay. Can you read that name back to me? Patsy Pussy Fart? Yeah, that's it. Okay. All right. Well, just make sure that fuck nut gets me my movie back. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Bye. All right, there you go. Hope oh, you got it back. Can we fly that guy in? <laughs> I love Robinson's body ass whammer. Uh, oh, by the way. Is it the director? As the director. Um, later in the show, we actually will talk about Howard Stern again. Ooh. Yeah, for our year in review. So, yeah, so we got some. Uh, so, again, um, it, we're excited to announce last week that uh, Josh and I uh, re-upped with Podbean, uh, which means we signed on for season four with you guys. Uh, we're very excited. Josh didn't seem to be very excited, but we got a little bit. We got 10 weeks to plan. Uh, we'll be really excited to start off uh, with our new week. Why is all this music getting old? Here, what's this shit? You got it now? You good? All right. So uh, tonight, 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 this week, whatever you want to call it, it's really late. <laughs> um, Josh, wants, Josh has a couple things to talk about. <laughs> really? That's your yeah. fucking... Um, well, I don't want to give it away too much. Through. We're gonna. Uh, I, apparently, I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna take my permit test tonight. Yeah, we're gonna see if AC should still be driving. Um, and we're going to. Uh, we're gonna revisit 1997 tonight. So, ha- and Howard Stern actually comes up in 1997. So, probably right. private parts. Well, first, no, actually not. Oh. Um, so first things first. What we're going to do is. Uh, I feel like we're playing The Sims. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, exactly. It does actually sound like that. I don't. Some of these people that listen don't know what the Sims are. Um, by the way, uh, going to Turning Stone this weekend. I forgot to talk about that. Oh, are you? Yeah, it's been three years at huh. least since I've been there. Are you taking a bus up or what are you no, doing? No, driving up. Driving up early Saturday morning. How long drive is that? Uh, from from, well, for me to get to my parents is an hour, and then it would be probably about four hours ish from there. Good lord. Yeah, are you? Sorry. You're staying. We stay there, overnight. Right? Yeah, so we'll go up in the morning. We'll get there for both sessions on Saturday. Stay overnight and come home Sunday. So I have a hotel. Turning Stone took over the fucking hotels that are in the well, area too. I so would assume. I would assume your parents have a hotel too, right? They're not sleeping in the car, are they? No, it's, I have the hotel room. We all stay in the same room. Oh, yeah. My dad sleeps on the floor. My mom and I sleep each in our own beds. Your poor dad. He won't sleep. Like, he, my mom rolls around too much, so he won't sleep with her. Well, he and he ain't sharing a bed with me. Maybe he needs to tire her out. He ain't sharing a bed with me. Get a cot for the guy. Listen, I pay for the hotel room. I don't care where he sleeps, and it ain't on my bed. <laughs> he can sleep in the bathtub. So, anyway, so recap next week on, the, on Turning Stone. Hopefully... All I need to do, Josh, is win one time at Turning Stone, and that'll pay for all the trips that I didn't that I went and didn't win. <laughs> what, all you need this to do is, is high stakes, right? Yeah. Like, so it's like your jackpots are like a thousand bucks at least. So nice. All I need to do is win. But one there's time. like three thousand people that play, aren't no, there? No, no, it's not that many people. Have you never been there? No. There's probably I would say there might be at the most in there two hundred fifty people. I don't think it's that big. But what it's, is it? It's like the size of the like. Is the, it like it's see? It's the size of like the um, the Leesport Farmers Market Hall. That's okay. like the size of their bingo hall. See, but I fall behind because those fuckers they're like rapid call. No, no, forty-two. They're, they're not 51, there. They put it up 31, on the TV 41. screen. They put it up on the TV screen. 
So you see it before they call it. How many do you play at a time? Uh, so you, you can either get one, two, or three books. There's nine up on a single book. So nine, nine cards squares, at a time? Nine squares. And then I also play the electronic one at the same time, which has like five times the amount of cards. It plays for you. The electronic Good one. Good lord. Yeah, it's more expensive, but it, it plays for you. So I'm literally playing paper and that at the same time. Jesus Christ. It's expensive. It'll cost me like 150 bucks to do the bingo for both sessions total. But how long is a session? Uh, like three hours. Like, oh, dear God. Do they stop at least? Uh, there's intermission in each session. Good Lord. Well, no. So what you do, there's a morning. There's a They call it a matinee and then, a, and then whatever the night one is. Um, but you do a matinee session. That one runs from like 1230 to 330. Then there's a gap until like six. Do they six. have a, a casino there too, right? Yeah. Are you Turning doing, some, are you and, doing and, the of casino? Of course I'm fucking doing the casino. I ain't going to go up there and not go to the casino. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is this like a room off of the casino? Yeah, so what? it's at the very end of the building at the casino. It's in the very back of the casino. My mom's been there, I yeah. believe. Your mom's been there a lot. Yeah. But, she, but she's gone up on a lot of bus trips. Yeah. So. All right. Well, that's where I'm at. So recap next week. Hopefully, so at least one of us wins. That's all. New I care studio about. next week. Yeah. Listen, there's we're not playing any of the Mega Jack. My mom went for the million dollar bingo one time. Good lord. Some lady, I think, won for, won the million dollar bingo and then died. Oh, I would die, but um, no. But I I don't know if um, my mom was sitting or something. I don't remember like if she. Oh, was I would have slit her throat. But well, no. If I if I was sitting for a million dollars, I don't know what I would do. I would shit my pants. Because I'm not that lucky to... to I would even kill somebody, though. If they'd be, like, one number and they call... Oh, God. Do they split the game stuff? Like, 30 people win? Yes. Yeah, so you split with winners. There's no, like, like single winner. It's all split. Ugh. Yeah. Um, it's all online. If you ever wanted to check it out, they have the whole game rundown, what the payouts are and everything like that. Um, it's Buddy Bingo on Saturday for, I think, the matinee session. So my parents will play the same package. And if my mom wins, my dad wins as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you need you want to go on Saturday? I need a I need a buddy for bingo. Oh, I wish. Yeah. I don't have the I have the kids though. Yeah. Bring him with. Oh yeah, that would. You go only you well. only have to be eighteen to gamble up there. Yeah, well, collectively added together, they're not eighteen. <laughs> uh, anyway, so I'll let you know how it goes. I'll keep you updated, but I'll be occupied Saturday with driving. If, first of all, it was it was supposed to snow, and then they changed the forecast. So I'm hoping the forecast stays this way now. Because when it snows up there, they get like lake effect snow. So are like, you driving? I drive. I usually drive because my otherwise my dad drives like a fucking turtle. So really, so, oh. I picture your dad being a fast. No, driver. he drives fast in his work car because it's not his car. Oh, he, take, he takes care of his car. I drive. I drive at or slightly above the speed limit the whole time. The fuck you do. <laughs> the fuck you so, do. I am more cautious because it is not my vehicle that I drive. My mom has. Oh, a very, you drive their car? Yeah, we go up in my mom's car. Oh. My mom has a very nice car, so I I am gentle. What does she with have? Her. Uh, she has a 2000. I think it's a 2019 or 2020. I think it actually might be a 2021 Santa Fe, fully loaded. Nice. She calls it coochie warmer. She's got seat warmers and everything. Wow. Yeah. So. So who rides shotgun? Your my mom? dad. No, my mom sleeps in the back because she hates traveling in a car. Oh, okay. So she sleeps in the back with her headphones on, and my dad and I are up front, and my dad doesn't shut up the whole time. <laughs> So. You can listen to great episodes of the Josh and AC podcast yeah. to kill well, some time. I'm a, he has. We have the Spotify family plan, so I'm assuming he's going to want to listen to his Spotify. But I'm in the car; it's my CarPlay time. So you're going to say you're driving? I'm driving, so it'll be on my phone. Um, so don't send me any dirty messages. What is it? A lot of like highway. Uh, it's all highway. You go up. 
up Scran uh, well oh, we, like 80 and stuff so we're probably gonna to go it's suggested to go the northeast extension because you go up over scranton so we're gonna go all the way up to dixon city um clark summit yeah, so yeah. we're gonna probably take the, the northeast extension all the way up and then you get off the, obviously the northeast extension uh ends above scranton at dixon at uh at clark summit and then you just go 81 um so you go and then we take 81 all the way up to the new york state Thruway. Huh. You go up to Syracuse and then turn and go over west from Syracuse. It's, Where it's in New York is it? Verona, New York. So Syracuse, Verona. when you get up to Syracuse, you take the New York State Thruway west towards Albany. And it's about like 20-ish miles from Syracuse west. So are you staying in a, like a resort we're, hotel? No, we're right. No, it's it, on weekends. It's extremely expensive to stay. So and you're staying at like a Motel 3? No, it's it's um, we're staying at a Fairfield Inn. There's a couple chain hotels that are next door. Um to the resort so and sometimes they provide a shuttle but we usually just drive over um but it's it's still two hundred dollars a night to stay at one of the one close it's expensive to stay on their property so but it, it's it's neat it's it's convenient and you don't do it all the time they did it before um i'm hoping they still do it but uh you get free beverages um they give at you they the have, bingo they, so they they have drinks in the casino too they have drinks for you oh which is nice i'm hoping they didn't change that since the pandemic I'm see assuming. they still do it at hollywood you just yeah, have to go I'm, to the bar to get it now right but i don't know like what how that would have changed during the pandemic i'm hoping they continue to give you free drinks because that was an added bonus about bingo you could have all the fucking soda you wanted i drank mountain dew like it was going out of style so also there you can smoke indoors oh that's I, good for you they have a separate room, but it doesn't do fucking shit. It's glass, and there's openings on it, so it doesn't make any sense. But um, <laughs> I believe that the federal government um, started to get after them about their funding that they get from the government if they didn't restrict smoking inside because they didn't have to follow any of the government rules because they're, because they're on their own property, right? But I think the government started to say, if you don't flex to some of these rules that we have, we're going to stop giving you money. So they didn't want to lose their government subsidies that they get. So are you professional so or not? The, the casino owners are the Oneida Indian Nation. Oh, so it's a tribal. It's yeah, it's you're in all that up there is all Indian territory. Once you get up near Syracuse, it's all Indian land. So you literally go to the resort to listen. The Indian Nation, we stole their land, but Jesus Christ, do these people make money, Josh. The hotel is gorgeous, but it's extremely expensive. Like on a Saturday night, a hotel room is like six hundred bucks in the in the resort itself. There's a tower, there's a hotel like right in the complex. Um, they have lodges that are like like thirteen hundred bucks for a weekend night. You have to book you have to book uh, Friday night and Saturday night in order to book it. It's it's ridiculous. And then they bought. We used to stay at um, it used to be a micro hotel. We used to stay there because it was cheaper. They fucking bought the microtel, <laughs> so you can't so stay are they there like, anymore. Is it like? I thought they bought no, not that kind of Indian, Native Before American. Seven Eleven. Oh wait, you can get Native great deal at Seven Eleven. Native American, Josh. Oh, wrong Indian. You are just so lost. All right, <laughs> so Josh was because uh, we had not much for the shows. Josh was scavenging, trying to find new products. There is not much new products. I will tell you, though. Um, How? Coke Be Zero cool. finally brought Cherry back. Did Cherry they? Coke Zero, it's finally back in stores. It has been probably two years since I got a Cherry Coke Zero. Except, like, Wendy's, like, in a freestyle machine. Oh, yeah, okay. 
So, um, and then I think they brought back a cherry vanilla. That sounds pretty good. Um, I got that in Wawa in a bottle. So they're starting to, um, and, and uh, canned soda prices are coming down. By the way, you got the right Indians this time. <laughs> now, do they do this? No, they. Do, it's not like that. Like, when you see, like, when B4. The, no, because the people that call are just, like, regular Americans. I bet you the same people that have always been there, like the same lady, she has a really cool bingo voice. Did you ever? Um, no, no. The casino, the uh, Kino, the Kino lady in Vegas Vacation. Yeah, yeah. She, the one caller has a voice like that. So they don't do this. No, they don't do that. It's not. Now they're, introducing they're not our next caller, Tonto. Josh, Josh, they're not dancing outside of the casino. Okay, it's just, well, they're not on stage dancing. No, the numbers. They're not doing anything. Like that. Josh, it's a fucking hotel. Their whole nation up there is is funded off of this fucking casino. It's just their money maker. Hey, Tarzan, mop on floor three. Josh, they've got a golf course that costs like $150 a person to play. All right, it is a complete money gimmick up there. Do they go, we thank Mother Sky for greens. You got to go on their website. You could, like the people that are in charge of the casino, they don't sound, they look like they're Native American. Oh, here it is, yeah. Like that. Chief Red Crow. I shouldn't. I shouldn't let you get Vice it. Vice President Can we Eagle, try the fucking Skittles? Eagle flies by can night. We, can we try <laughs> the Skittles? Yeah, so. You are such an asshole. Do you know that? I picked. Yeah, I am. You are such an asshole. Oh, I know. So I picked these up at. Uh, oh, listen to this while we're sitting in the bingo hall. <laughs> on the speaker. You. I dare you. <laughs> get fucking thrown out. Walk in in full Indian garb with a headdress. It ain't the fucking village people. How? Many moon, I play bingo. I have access to Native American, but not there. Actually, they're not Lenape. They're not Lenape tribe. So if I wore the stuff that we wore in scouts, well, see, Delaware is probably the enemy of New York Indians. Well, I would think so. It's well, they're probably uh, like Seneca, I would assume, or Iroquois. And I dude, I will pay you if you go in and have a tomahawk on your belt. No. Oh my God, I would die. No. I would do it. Nope. Well, that's you. I would so go in with, like, war paint on my face. That's you. You have insulted my people. All right, can we do the Skittles now? <laughs> so it's gummy Skittles. Yeah, I don't... It, they come in a big sack. Featuring... Right, change, change the music. Grape, okay. lemon, green apple, strawberry, change or orange. The background music, please. Why? Are you offended? Yes, by you, every time. Oh, sorry, you're Delaware. People don't listen to that. I'm not going to eat your Skittles. I'm offended. They look like fucking jelly beans. I don't want that many. That's too many. I'm going to give them to the dog. Give him a yellow. Skittles are already chewy. I don't understand the concept of this. Well, like, these are not the hard shell. So these are for old people. Pretty much. I don't like it. It tastes like Jello. They're weird. Yeah. It tastes like Jello. Yeah, they're not as good as I thought they'd nope. be. They don't taste like Skittles either. Very little. Well, that's very depressing. Yeah. That was a waste of money. I'd what a waste of five bucks. Yeah. Five dollars. It was like four fifty nine. And there's a ripoff. 
Don't worry, I rang them out myself though, so I saved on the labor. Yeah, and the person that fucking stands there didn't do a goddamn thing anymore either. They didn't even say thank you when I walked out the door. No, they don't do anything. Were there Girl Scouts selling cookies today? No, no. that I scope it out. I didn't go to uh, where the hell over the weekend or somewhere I wanted to go, and I didn't go because they were at the front. Oh, Advanced Auto Parts. They were at the front door. I refused to go in. Because you would buy cookies? Well, no, I don't need to be badgered by these little bitches. Go, go get your badges somewhere else. I bought some. And you're just, you're make, upset they because make of the you feel, They make you feel so bad if you don't buy them. No, I buy for Matt's daughter. Oh, that's right. You did say that. Yeah, you have a supplier. You have a dealer. Yeah, she's my dealer. Yeah. Little I Harper. To, when I was in Virginia and I actually didn't give a shit about what I ate, I found one. Of, I had to, like, I, I didn't know where to get cookies down there. And they didn't sell them, like, anywhere. So you blew a boy's cat no, for so a I, popcorn. No, I went on the... I went on the website, <laughs> the Girl Scout website, and asked them to hook me up with a Girl Scout leader. Not Ooh, like physically hook yeah. me up with a Girl Scout leader. That's all you have to do? So this Here, I'm trying so this, so this Girl Scout cookie mom said, Hi, wherever you? she's like, wherever you are, whatever you'd like, we'll just drop them off to you. And are I was you like, chef hit 62? She's like, how many do you want? I said, well, I'm probably going to buy a whole case, just a different variety. She's like, well, start oh, with she's, like she's like, for, for a whole case, I'll just come right to you. What? So she literally dropped them off at my doorstep, and then the next year, did she have the little sash on with the badges? No, the mom came with just with just the the cookies. Well, how do in I know car. she's a real mom? Well, no, she came with all the varieties that she had. Her it literally looked like a fucking drug deal was going out in front of my house in Virginia. Did she pull them out of like a? She no, she opened a the trench back, coat. She opened the back hatch of her van and said, "What would you like?" And got the empty box out and said, "I'll fill the box for you." And she literally did it. And then the next year, she called me. When she had cookies and said, what can I get for you? Didn't even ask. Just said, what can I get for you this year? So there I am buying another fucking box of cookies, John. Good Lord. A whole, not just, uh, sorry, I shouldn't say a box of cookies, a case So what do you go cookies. for? Uh, my favorite, obviously, are Caramel Delights. Good um, choice. Down there, they are the Samoas because they have a different um, They have a different supplier down there. Um, but it's the same cookie. It's the same, it's the same recipe, same cookie, just a different name. Okay. Um, and then the lemon... Which I didn't have down there. The Ugh. one, the lemon shortbread cookies. Yuck. They don't have them by that baker. They only have it by the baker that's here. Um, and then usually one of the peanut butter cookies. The tagalongs. Yeah, the tag, the chocolate covered ones. Yeah, that's the tag. Um, this year I got the sa the peanut butter sandwiches. They're not that good. They're not the they're not the best. But I use those. I put those. I dip those in milk like Oreos. Yeah. And they're much better. The um, s'mores are terrible. They're I didn't horrible. like them. Yeah. Um, I didn't get the raspberry ones. We didn't even realize there was a new flavor. Yeah, eBay, hundred bucks. Um, yeah, so I'm usually and thin mints. I always have all the time. I always have thin mints in the freezer, year round. Really? I always, yeah. There's. How do you do that? You just buy a lot of them? No, I buy one box. It lasts the whole year. I don't eat them. Like I don't eat five at a time. I only eat like two at a time. There's only like twelve in a box. No, the, the thin mints you get the most out of the thin mints. Thin mints there's like thirty or forty cookies in each box. No way. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I'll give you. There's a whole box out there. Huh. The caramel delights are disappointing. You get like fifteen cookies, so you're basically a dollar a cookie now. <laughs> By the way, do you know how unhealthy those things are? Oh, I can imagine. There are thirty-nine grams of sugar per serving, which is two cookies. Thirty-nine grams of sugar. Is that it? A of added sugar. Sorry, added sugar. Thirty-nine grams. You know how much added sugar is in a Mountain Dew can? Twenty-six grams of added sugar. Holy! Two shit. Girl Scout cookies are worse than a can of Mountain Dew. That's terrible, Josh. Anyway, moving on. Where are we at? 
Um, all right. Uh, you're listening to George Bush. Now, is this George H.W. Bush or it's younger Bush? Trimmed Bush. Diabetes, 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 diabetes. Thank you, Wilford. Diabetes, 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 diabetes. Diabetes, diabetes. Like it's coating my diabetes. Whole mouth. diabetes, 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 so I'm reading, uh, not reading. I don't have time to really read books. Plus, I usually never follow through. So I have a subscription to Audible, so I listen to audiobooks. And being the fact that I drive for eight hours a day, it's great. So I started listening to uh, George W. Bush, one of his audiobooks. It's called Decision Points. And it's really interesting. It's about, now say what you want about him being a president. Listening to his audiobook, he actually is better than I remembered. Does he actually read it? Yeah. <laughs> Which, it's comforting hearing his voice, because he's just like, so... You should have had a sample. Well, let me see. Play it in the microphone. One. Hang on. Well, okay, that's a good idea. Where the hell's my phone? Hang on. Oh, I was going to say, I don't have the headphone jack for an iPhone, but you could have played it into the iPhone. No, no, no. Hang on, hang on. I can get this up here. Amber ain't here to help you get it up. <laughs> Sounds like I'm talking to Amber. Hang on. Let me get this up here. Hang on. The good folks in Louisiana and Mississippi and Alabama and other affected areas are going to need the help and compassion and prayers of our fellow citizens. After the speech, I decided to head back to Crawford pack up for the Capitol, and return to Washington early Wednesday morning. Joe Hagan reached out to Governors Blanco and Barber to discuss the possibility of a visit. You get the point, though. Like, I don't know. I This is an eight-hour audiobook, and I only got it on Sunday, and I have, like, two hours left. Really easy to listen to. And you never re- fall asleep. You never realize how much shit he was dealt. Like everybody's like, oh, he was a bad president. But if you think about it, he dealt with the war in Afghanistan and the war in Iraq. Plus, he had to deal with Social Security reform because this I found interesting. He said in his book that the average person back in the th- 1935 when he established Social Security. There were 40 workers paying in for one person. Now there's three paying in for one person. So after I forget how many years he said they've exhausted all that and they're taking money from other people, essentially us. And by 2045, it's supposed to be bankrupt. So we're not going to have Social Security. 
Well, we'll be right at the we'll be right at that age group. No, yeah, we won't, we won't get it. But well, it's funny. I got a social security statement every year to see how much I pay in. It's funny that it'll never be there when I need it. Well, and then you got to hear it from like my grandmother. Social security only went up two percent this year. Doesn't she fucking work and she still collects social security? <laughs> yeah, she does. Yeah, but well, I can't. I, I can't afford it. I mean, stop working. Mean. Who says mean? She can't. She can't afford it. That's what she says. What the hell bills does she have? Well, apparently she has a 30-year mortgage that is apparently a 70-year mortgage at this point. Did she, ever, did she move into that? Didn't she, she live in that She moved in in 1994, so the, it should be okay. paid off. Well, by this year. But it's paid off. It, it, she won't tell you that, but it's paid off. I feel like your grandmother's buried, got money money buried everywhere. Oh, yeah. I, I believe so, too. Yeah. She just doesn't tell anybody. I think she has money. a vault underneath her house. Probably. It's just filled with gold and shit. Yeah. Well, was your is your grandmother old enough for the Depression? She's 80. So, yeah, she would have been a... Well, she was born in the, the 30s. She 40, was born... No, 42. Okay, so she wasn't part of the, the Great Depression. But still. Like, yeah. So, like, my grandfather... Your dad's dad. I think so, was, like, born in the early 30s. I love seeing the pictures of him on Facebook. Isn't it great? Like, yeah. yeah, they're awesome. I would never have pictured my grandfather in, like, arts and crafts and shit like that. Yeah, so like, so he's always, like, making, like, a fucking, like, wreath yeah. or something. Yeah. And he plays bingo every day. Really? Yeah. They, they do bingo, at the, and they give him, like, they give him prizes and, and shit, too. And he likes it there? Yeah. Yeah, he really likes it there. Yeah, because he's with other people. Like, you know, it's... Now, does he have his own room? Yeah, he has his own room. Yep. Yeah, so he has like an apartment room. They do his laundry. They clean his room. So he really just he just he's kind of there. They feed him three meals a day at least. I, I would assume he gets at least three meals a day. So does he get to go into his room and shut the door at night, yeah. or like he does he have key. to keep like, it open like a hospital? No, there's a key. Like, um, I he has assistant. He's got somebody that takes care of him. I think maybe when he's at night. So when like at night, crazy Joe can't just wander in from next door so no nobody else can like go his room is locked he has an apartment like a, an actual, like apartment. actual hotel room it's yeah um it's an apartment but it's a community so he has his own room with a bathroom and bed and tv and all that kind of and stuff and he's like pretty with it upstairs yet or? uh so he has um he has uh Parkinson's, he has parkinson's disease so i think there's challenges with like that stuff so i'm sure like it's probably my dad knows more of the details but I'm sure that there's probably dementia starting to happen. Yeah. He definitely is not the same as I remember even 10 years ago. My grandfather is definitely declining much quicker. But my grandfather is also 85-ish years old. So huh. he's not he's not young now, anymore. Did your dad have any brothers? Yes. My, my dad had a sister. She passed away. So Recently, right? Uh, no, it's been a while. Oh. Um, I was still... Well, I was, I was, out, of, I was out of college... My, I, I want to say, well, I, I hate that I don't know this answer. My sister and my dad know better when my aunt passed away. She passed away a couple years before my grandmother. So it's got to be close to 10 years since my aunt passed away. Huh. So, yeah, Kyle, you know my cousin Kyle, right? Yeah. It's his mom. Oh. It's his mom. His mom passed away. Oh, yeah, okay, I remember that. She died very young. Like, I don't even think she was 40 when she passed away. So, wow. No, well, she no, she would have been in her 40s. She would have been in her 40s when she passed away. Huh. So, yeah. Well, that's a nice heartfelt segment here. Yeah. But uh, bad memories for my father. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, no, well, hey, I like his dad. Yeah. <coughs> no, but my grandfather is still a great guy. It's good to see him a couple times a year um, just to like to see him. But he's it's hard for him to walk. It's hard for him to stay standing. Does he remember you? Yeah. My, he's not like he's not out of it. My grandfather is very. So he's not like, oh, yeah. 
No, my grandfather still does a lot of things, but he also needs a lot of help. So anyway, so Bush, back to Bush here. Yeah, that's all you're about. Uh, yeah, there's several Bushes. Um, like he talked about how when okay he was at that school in Florida when 9/11 went down, and he knew before he went in that the first plane hit. They told him that. Well, then he's in there and they're doing their classroom stuff, and they come and they whisper in his ear and tell him, "Hey, second plane hit. You know, America's under attack." And he's like, "Everybody criticized me because I didn't get up and leave and do something dramatic." He said. How do you think those little kids would have felt if the president got up and just, you know, ran out of the room all frantic? He's like, what do you, what do you think that would have done? He's like, you, you know, people can criticize me, but I stand by what I did. And, you know, yeah, it makes sense. Well, what is he going to do that a plane, like, what the fuck is he going to do? Well, except hide. But what's he going to do if a plane crashed into the building? Well, and then, like, so they were, they, they expect him to fucking fly to New York in two seconds. Well, so he wanted to come back to Washington for that night to give a speech. And he's like, they're t- they told me no. And he said, I said to them, I'm the goddamn president of the United States. I can do what I want. And he said, yeah, no, I can't. No, they told me I wasn't allowed to go back to my house in Washington. So he said, so I had to go to some stupid bunker somewhere yeah. and give a speech. And he said, that really, it just really pissed me off that I couldn't go back to where I wanted to be and be in a position of power. But whatever, fine. You know, these people make decisions. But I'm the president. Remember that. And I was like, yeah, that's actually pretty funny. Like, who the hell can tell the president what to do? Well, they're advisors, and they're going to suggest, strongly suggest things. And then, uh, so he talked about that, and then how, like, he went down to 9-11 the next day. Or no, he went to the Pentagon the next day on 9-12. And he said, we walked through, and they were still scooping bodies up. And he's like, never thought I'd see something like that ever. He's, they're just like pulling, you know, bodies out of piles of rubble. And he's like, yeah, that'll, that'll really, you know, bring some humility to your life. And then he talked about how, like, I didn't know he was an alcoholic until he was 40. Oh, really? Yeah. No shit. He was an alcoholic until he was 40. And then, uh, like, some of the cool things he did. And then he wasn't an alcoholic until he became president. And then he became yeah, an then, alcoholic. Yeah, then he's again. like, fuck it. I got to yeah. do it again. But uh, one of the things, like... I'll compare him to Biden. What does Biden actually do, like, humanitarian-wise? How does he, you know, you don't hear about him going overseas and... Listen, he may forgive my federal student loan debt, so that's about all he does humanitarian. (laughs) Yeah, but he probably don't even know what he's... He he probably isn't doing that. Well, right now, nothing's happening. The Supreme Court shut that down real fucking fast. But he, uh, like, thanks... I think it was Thanksgiving Eve when they invaded Iraq... He's like, I wanted to go over and talk to the troops. So that's what I did. I didn't say anything to anybody. I didn't tell my family until, like, right before I was ready to leave that night. Hey, I'm not going to be at dinner tomorrow. And everybody gave me a shock look. And he said, hey, I'm, I'm going over to uh, Iraq. And in the middle of the night, he just left and went over to Iraq. And they were like, he got there to the base or whatever. And he was hi- he said, I, hood- I was hiding behind this old curtain. And he's like, and they're giving a speech. The commander's giving a speech saying, you know, Oh, we have a prepared statement from the president before we eat our meal. And let's see, there's somebody else here that wants to give uh, a few kind remarks. And he said, and then I just busted out from behind this old curtain. He said, you should have heard these people clapping for me. He said, never heard anything like that before. And I was just saying, that's so cool. Like, he was a cool guy. Like, he really, like yeah, he was an idiot, but he actually was like a president. Yeah. And then you had Obama, and he was a good president, in my opinion. 
I think I think Obama was better than what we have the last the last couple <laughs> been douchebags. So I think we need a young president. We do need a young president. Uh, well, like Obama someone was, who's Obama was young. Yeah, he was like <laughs> fifty. Yeah, he was the youngest. Well, George W. Bush was. Well, he was probably in his fifties too. Yeah, I would think. Well, I think he was. Bush older. is almost eighty now, though. Yeah, he's seventy six. But uh, so they did that. And then I didn't know during 9-11, he's like, you know, when I left that classroom, he's like, people think I did a bad job managing things. He said, of course I did. He said, I was in an airplane that at the time didn't even have satellite TV on it. He said, so we'd be flying. And he said, we're already flying 10,000 feet higher than we normally do. And he said, we'd fly over little towns and I'd get two or three minute news clips and then it would fade away. And he's like, that's how I had a that's how I had a, you know, manage a crisis situation. He goes. Yeah, I did pretty bad. You're right, I guess. Like, it's sarcastic with it, too, and it's funny just because, like, everybody shit all over the guy, and well, I didn't know any of this know. stuff. So here's here's the thing. So just to give you an example, and nothing, like, you're not comparing apples to apples here. What you're comparing is similarities. So at my work, we have a book, okay, that tells us how to handle a situation when it happens. You're if two never, planes crash into the produce no, section. but you're never going to know how to handle a situation until you've dealt with that situation. If somebody fucking walked into a gun, you can give me all of the computer training that you want for an active shooter situation. If somebody walks into that store with a gun, that's gonna be me. If somebody <laughs> walks into the store with a gun, what am I gonna fucking do except get my employees out of the way? I'm gonna do everything I can to get my employees out of the way or get out of the building. Clean I, up I, in aisle gonna, three. There's a gunman, get the fuck out of here. I am not going to stop and read the fucking manual. While the gun is being fired at me. To say, oh, no, this is what they tell us to do. So, so they're, they're shooting at you in aisle four. Go yeah. to page three. Hang on. Exactly. Is Semi-automatic. Go to page five. Is okay. the shoot? Yeah, is the shooter shooting at you? Yeah. Is so, he wearing a mask? <laughs> Shit. So, but some of the stuff that you deal with, like, um, you know, we, we've had customers in this new store. Um, we had somebody having a seizure. We had somebody that um, we had to grab the, the AD device. You know, we had to, like, do uh, different things for it. You just have to go with it. You have to figure it out because I'm not going to stop and read a fucking manual to help me with it. So you don't know how to manage those situations until you've been in them. The Ex fuck I do? I do it myself, <laughs> you son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. So how was he supposed to manage that situation? How That's many what other, he said. How He's many other fucking presidents had two airplanes crashed into the fucking high-rise buildings in New York City? Cra crash into the fucking Pentagon or Military Central. It's crazy, though, because he's like... He's like, uh, you know, one thing that I gave the Secret Service, he said, I knew within 15 minutes that Osama bin Laden was behind this. I'm like, that's incredible. Like, yeah. Well, they probably knew before that it happened that they were, that know. was going to happen. There's still conspiracy that they knew it was going to happen and did nothing about it. I Whatever, you can... Listen, but it changed, Josh. It changed the dynamic in the world. Look how much different airport security is now, like... You used to have a lot of leniency in the air. That's how it happened in the first place. They just tackled a guy on a plane the other day because he well, was doing something stupid. Well, can you believe this? They're starting to get... I want to know how this guy got a fucking knife through the airport. How is that possible? There was a guy that... Like, the imaging technology is even better than it was 10 years ago. Well, there was a guy from Lansford, which is like an hour from me, and he went to the Allentown Airport, and they... Yeah, they got him Flagged for... his bag because it had, like, explosives now, see, that, and shit. That I understand because he checked it. Yeah, but what a dope... Well, yeah. Kind of well, shitty moron. It's like, yeah, bombs in here. Yeah, well, go ahead. They're not going to catch it. Yeah. Well, I no, got I flagged with a Nintendo Switch, for Christ's sake. You did? Yeah. They searched my bag. They searched Will's bag. They, they were going to cut Will's stuffed animal open and check it. I'm like, 
No, you're not. Well, you look like a fucking terrorist. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I just... <laughs> well, the way you acted, too. I'm sure you acted real smooth in that situation. Well, I was like, I was like, oh, shit, I forgot that was in there. Now, meanwhile, it's 4 o'clock in the morning, and I have a 7-year-old that I'm trying to take through TSA. Good cover. And they're like, we're going to have to search his stuffed animal. I'm like, the hell you are. Like, what are you going to do there, Shazid? Take me in a room and put a glove on. I don't care, but you ain't cut this fucking little thing open, you motherfucker. Why would they need to? I don't understand why they would cut oh, it open. Oh, because there could have been something inside of it. And they blah, have, blah, blah, I don't blah. understand that because they have advanced imaging Put it imaging through a technology. fucking, yeah, put it through an x-ray. Yeah, they have advanced imaging. I don't understand. I had that. a bottle of water. They took that. Well, you can't have a bottle of water. Well, it was isopropyl alcohol, actually. You, if it's over three and a half ounces, you can't have it. Yeah, well, they didn't say anything. Josh, they about only the, tell you that about 15 times while you're waiting in fucking well, line. Well, they, they didn't say anything about the grenade I had in my pocket. Yeah, exactly. You don't be careful, man. They probably fucking screened this shit. Oh, I'm sure they're you're listening gonna, you're to the Josh. Gonna, you're, listen, you I'll be on know. a no-fly list. Listening software. Listening are you, software. Are you Josh from the Josh and Easy? Yeah, you'll well, be yes, on, I am. You'll be on the uh, no- please come to this room over yeah. here. You'll be on the no-fly list in a week now. Watch this. Oh, and another thing. Listen, you, if you make me lose my pre-check status, I'm going to kick your ass, okay? Oh, well, you'll be fine. Yeah. Another thing that he admitted to in this book was when they were catch, capturing different leaders from, you know, the Taliban and stuff. They waterboarded him. I didn't know they did that still. He's like, I'm not proud of it, but we waterboarded four people or th- three people that or something. waterboarding. Like, they make they simulate that you're drowning. Like, they lay you on a board, like, diagonally, no. and they put something over your face, and they soak it like a rag. They soak it with water so you can't breathe, and you're, <gasps> and then they'll pull it off and try to get you to talk. Okay. Well, gotta do what you gotta do. I was like, all right, George. I'm proud of you, buddy. But I didn't finish he gave it away yet. a lot of fucking secrets, man. Well, he don't care. He's like, <laughs> yeah. What does he have to live but for? But he said, like, nobody heard about the fake reports that happened on 9/11 either. Like, they reported that they were flying planes to his ranch in Texas, and they were worried about him crashing into his ranch and killing anybody that was his ranch. He's like, that obviously didn't happen. But that's one of the things they told me. Like, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. So, from uh, shitty presidents to public bathrooms. <laughs> what do you look for in a public bathroom? Will you shit in public? Uh-oh, that must be a show title over there. Uh. Oops. Hello? What do I? I was sorry. I was putting down a show title. Uh, public bathrooms. I just want one that's not dirty. So you'll shit in public. You don't have poop in public. Uh, I have try to avoid it as much as I can. Listen, I'm vaccinated for any kind of STI you could possibly have, and I get tested regularly. Which reminds me, I need to get test run. Come here, I'll yeah. swab you. No, fuck. I forgot I had to go get test run. Anyway, cough here. No, that's Take your not pants that, off. Not a physical dumbass. So, if somebody paid you a thousand bucks, would you lick a public toilet seat? Absolutely not. Really? Even if a bottle of Listerine is available afterwards? No. All right, fine. Josh, you don't know who has sat on that seat. So? What's the difference if you put a penis or vagina in your mouth? You don't know what comes out of that. I would hope that it was clean, at least. What if it's bloody? I would not put it in my mouth. Okay. So? I'm not as desperate as you have once been, Josh. That's true. Exactly. Once was. What? 
I, so I was very clear with that. You like were. Once, once. I don't know. I. If I gave you a thousand dollars to look a seat, you would. No, maybe that desperate. Maybe a hundred grand. N- yeah, exactly. I don't know if I. I do, do it for, for ten. I do it for ten, probably. Well, I don't have that much money to give you, so. Um. What's the grossest thing you ever ran into? <laughs> in a public bathroom. Oh, I've seen shit smeared on the walls and stuff okay. like that. People do this all the time since I clean the bathrooms at work. The latest thing was somebody was blowing snot onto the floor. That's I'm like not really uh, disgusting, but What? Well What do you mean it's not saying, really like, it's not like gonna the worst scoop thing. it up with a cracker and eat it? <laughs> no, it's not really the worst thing in the world. Oh but no, but I've had people full on shit on the floor. Yeah. How do you shit on the floor? You are you're in actively taking a shit when you're taking your pants off and you miss the toilet. I just don't get it. Well, your child shit his pants, so that's how that happened. He didn't shit on the fucking floor. Well, if he and it does not happen like that. You're not going to bring a seven-year-old down. Oh, now you're going to piss me off. I'm not bringing a seven. No, what I'm saying is anybody can have that happen where like it happens real fast. If you're trying to take your pants off, if somebody's like got a belt on and they can't get their pants off and they're starting to shit, and they take their pants off. And well, they you think, know, you shit in your pants well, a couple times. And you think, and you, one time. And you think that, you think that it ain't coming out, and you're generally over that Okay, toilet, so why not. don't you try to clean it up? Well, they're probably embarrassed, first of all. So we'll just leave it there for the next guy. Well, some people are probably extremely grossed out, but yes, they're just going to fucking run and get out of there. I probably would not do that. That's, I would. We had a guy one time that sat in a chair, farted in his pants, and it and came through the pants into the chair. He sharded. Yeah, and I had to throw the chair away. <laughs> I'm like, oh, how does this happen? Uh, cousin Eddie, I'd like to try and fumigate that. Ugh, no, it should have been burned. <laughs> Why? Well, I had to take a poop at Sheets today. Not a very fun experience. No, nah, Sheets bathrooms are typically dirty. They're, and, They're and, worse than Walmart bathrooms. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I don't know. I, I just don't get it. Like... It's, I don't fucking get it. I don't understand how you get... There's a guy at my work. He has a big ass. He leaves skid marks on the toilet seat, on the back of the toilet seat, because his ass must be there. Yeah. Slide forward a little bit. Well, no, then he would. Then his dick can't go in the toilet, you know, so he pisses everywhere. Now, now that's happened to me a couple times recently. I've been peeing when I'm sitting, because, you know, I sit down you to pee, pee like a real yourself. man, and pee I pee all, all over, over my underwear. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, and I don't realize it, and I'm like, oh, no. Yeah, you pick it up, and you get a little, it's a little like, chilly in the why back. Is, why is this so cold? <laughs> yeah, you look down, there's half a gallon of piss in your pants. <laughs> You're not paying Fucking attention. A, I'm like, Jesus. My underwear look like the Titanic bulkheads. <laughs> they take on water. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, moving on. From shitty toilets to shitty drivers. I don't know how good it's these. all about shit tonight, yeah, folks. I don't all know how good shit. these clips are. There's a bunch of clips here. Well, no, it's a whole website on on uh, driving, okay? Now, this is based out of California, but we'll do a couple of these. Uh, let's see. I don't know what top ten reasons are. Let's see. Top ten reasons, part one. Now, we'll watch some of this. If it seems lame, we'll Before shut we it off. Before we hit the road, let's make sure your car is safe. Oh, here we go. Do you yes, do this? Before we hit the road, let's make sure your car is safe. Why don't we get in? Kyle just finished a project for his high school media class. Okay. The project is a video about how to pass the driving test. His classmates went for a drive with a DMV examiner to learn about the rules of the road. The examiner gave them a lot of Why is this chick, like, talking in a porno voice? Kyle learned a great deal while editing the project. 
He was so confident that he scheduled an appointment to take his driving test as soon as he turned 16. Let's see how he did. Yeah, no, we're not watching that. We'll watch Rules of the Road Part 1. Who'd like to talk to you? Great. This is Sandy. Hi. Hi. And this is Brandon. Hello. Hi. They're making a video about the driving test. They'd like some tips on how to prepare. Sure. What part of the test? Road signs, lane markings, speed control? Yeah, sounds good. Turns and intersections. That too. Safe driving practices. Whatever you have time for. Tell you what, how about if I show you what you need to know? Great. How do we do that? Get in the trunk. Let's go for a drive. Okay. Where's your car? That way. Great. Thanks, Melissa. I'll see Let's you guys go. later. Did you have driver's head in school behind the wheel? Yeah, Mr. Leonzi. Did he used to make you run errands and go to like the Every day. police station and Every shit? Every day. Every day. He, we definitely did his errands. He's dead now. I don't know. Did he die? Yeah, he died a couple years ago. When they fired him, they were a bunch of assholes. That guy was an awesome. I didn't know they fired him. You didn't know that? They, they dropped driver's head. Oh, is that what it was? My mom had the Leonzi. Let's make That's sure your car is safe. Why don't we get in? Here we go. Now they're going to make sure the car is safe. Looks like you've got good tires. So. Two rear view mirrors. What? Two rear view mirrors. Brake lights. Front and rear turn signals. Okay. Seat belts. Okay. An emergency brake. A right. horn. And a clean windshield with no obstructions or cracks. <laughs> you need two more things. Gasoline and roadmap? That would help. But on the legal side, a roadmap? How old is this thing? Good lord. Insurance. On the safety side, you also need to be familiar with your vehicle. Where the handgun is located. Your switch, windshield wipers, front defroster, <sighs> emergency hazard lights. Oh, for fuck's sake. That would be four ways. And do you know your arm signals? Of course. Arm signals. Right? Here we Bye. go. <laughs> Excellent. I think we're ready Wait to go. Wait a minute. Are you supposed to be using arm signals when you drive? Apparently in California. Let's look at lane markings. White lines divide lanes where traffic Here travels. we go. Road signs. Let's skip ahead. There are three types of road signs. White regulatory signs are ones you must obey. They let you know how fast you can go, when it's okay to turn or not to turn, and when you shouldn't enter a street. Yellow warning signs tell about potential hazards up ahead. They let you know when cars may be merging into your lane. Pay attention, you're going to need this for your test. Signal light ahead, or when you should slow down. Highway construction and maintenance signs are orange. Watch for highway workers and construction equipment ahead. There may be a temporary speed change, road or lane closure, or a hazard. This shows a fucking crane in the middle of the street. You to different driving lanes. Go slow, but don't stop to watch. Obey the flaggers. They may have you driving on the opposite side of the road. Yeah, these fucking guys. In many areas, traffic fines are doubled when you're driving through a construction zone. 
And if you're in Pennsylvania, every road is a construction zone. In different colors, they make it easier to find destinations, points of interest, and important services. There are some really important signs that have their own unique shape to make them more identifiable. See if you can tell what they are. Oh, for Christ's sake. So that's Rules of the Road Part 1. Let's go to Part 2. That's dumb. Intersections. Very good. I'm glad you stopped behind the line. <laughs> Thanks. I'm not I sure think this driving instructor wants to fuck this chick. There's a lot to watch for. Here are the basics. It's legal to enter an intersection on a green or yellow light. Yellow simply warns you that the light is about to turn red. It also means speed up. see the light turn yellow, stop if there's enough time to do so safely. It's not legal to enter the intersection after the light turns red. Taking notes. When the light turns green, cross traffic that entered on a yellow light may still be in the intersection. Wait until any vehicles or pedestrians are out of the way before you proceed. Besides signal lights, there are turn arrows. Green arrows indicate a protected turn. That means other traffic stops for you. After checking that cross traffic and pedestrians have cleared the intersection, you can turn when the light is green. If there is no arrow, obey the signal light and wait for oncoming traffic to clear before proceeding. Taking notes. If you have a green arrow on a right turn, again, you have the right of way. On the other. You do not. No way to avoid this. Now split the difference. Can I just Steer take a middle the test, course please? between the Are two. you ready for it? But kids. Yes, because I'm falling asleep danger. from this guy. <laughs> you don't know. Right, I know how to fucking drive. I've been doing it for a long time. Okay, well, we're gonna see. Hello, ladies That's and gentlemen. I'm Regis Philbin, and we are here to play. Will AC get his permit? AC, how you doing? How are the kids? Fantastic. Okay. 18 questions. Will you pass? Hopefully so I can get through this stupid segment. Here we go. Question one. If you are unable to get a good view of cross traffic, when stopped at an intersection controlled by a stop sign, you should either wait five seconds and proceed, sound your horn before driving through the intersection, put down your windows, listen for traffic, and then proceed, or pull forward slowly, check for traffic and pedestrians, and proceed when clear. Proceed slowly, check for traffic and pedestrians, and then go. Okay. I guess it's... How do you submit this? Oh, yeah. You have to grade it. Okay, cool. One. Okay, here we go. On a two-lane, two-way street or highway, you should start left turns close to the center line, outside the center line, in the right lane, or from any lane. Wait, repeat that? What? On a two-lane road, two-way street or a highway, when making a left turn, you should start it close to the center line, close to the outside line, the white line, in the right lane, or from any lane. Making a left turn? Yeah. Uh, closest to the center line. I think that might be wrong. 
Okay. What does a yellow sign like that with a squiggly line arrow mean? Winding road, no parking, lane closed, or multiple turns? With, like, squiggly lines? Like, it's, it's just one squiggly arrow line. It has an arrow, pointed arrow. It's not a car with, like, squiggles coming out of it. I'll, I'll draw it here. That means that there's a curve in the road. So a winding road? Yep. Okay. If an aggressive driver <laughs> cuts you off, what should you do? Shoot them. No, that's not a choice. Call the police immediately. Stay calm and move out of their way. Flash your lights to let the aggressive driver know they're wrong. Or use driving action of your own to get back at the aggressive driver. Well, I what I would actually what I would do is give them the finger. Is get back at them or flash uh, see, my I lights. See, I would flash my lights. Flash my lights or get back to them, but the uh, answer is to back off and let them do what they do. Alright, there we go. Pennsylvania, if you are under the age of 21 and are convicted of carrying a fake ID, you'll be required to pay a $500 fine and your license will be suspended for 90 days. Only... Now, here are your choices. Only if your blood alcohol content is .02 or higher... This will happen even if you're not driving. Only if you are driving at the time you are arrested. Only if your blood alcohol content is above .02. And you were driving at the time of your arrest. I think it's a DUI question. That's a weirdly worded question. So if you get that wrong, we'll give it to you. Well, but it is a weirdly worded question. I don't understand what they're asking. I don't either. If you're under 21, you can't be intoxicated at all. So It's asking if you're under 21, right? If you are under age 21 and are convicted of carrying a fake ID, you, you will be required to pay a $500 fine and your license will be suspended for 90 days. And then says, only if you have blood alcohol content of 0.02. Well, even if you are not driving, only if you are arrested while you were driving, or only if you are over the legal limit and you were driving. I don't know. That's a weird one. Well, I think you're going to... I think if you're over 0.02... Or higher. Or okay. higher, yeah. You can't be you can't be intoxicated at all as a minor, or as a under 21. So that same question, literally two questions later, what does that sign mean that I showed you? No turns allowed, the road narrows, there's a series of curves, or the road may be slippery. A series of curves. All right, let's grade these six questions. I thought I had 18 questions. Well, it does it in blocks of six. So far, you are... Five for six. That, that uh, what should we call it? The one you got wrong was that weird one about the ID. So we'll give it to you anyway. If you are under 21 and are convicted of carrying a false ID, you will be required to pay a $500 fine and your license will be suspended for 90 days, even if you were not driving. I didn't know that. Okay. Good to know. All right. Uh, go to the next section. Six more questions. When driving on slick roads, you should A. Take turns up. more slowly than usual. B. Change lanes quickly. 
C, accelerate quickly, or D, brake hard? C, D, all of the above. No, A would be the correct answer. Okay. You see a yellow sign. With this. Is that in the correct direction? What di direction does it matter? The road to the right is one way. Okay, so it's, yeah, that's yeah, the right way. Yeah, it does way. matter. It th that's the right way, then. The road to the right is one way only. Uh, due to road work ahead, there's a detour. Turn right. Slow down because the road work ahead changes direction at an extreme angle. Or there is a crossroad to your right. Uh, I would imagine it would be a detour. Okay. When you drive through an area where children are playing, you should expect them to A. Know when it's safe to cross the street. B. Expect them to stop at the curb before crossing the street. C. Expect them to run out in front of you without looking. Or D. Not cross the street unless an adult is with them. C. Okay. Question 10. The effect that lack of sleep has on safe driving ability is the same as either A. Falling asleep during the podcast. Yes. The effect that alcohol has on you. The effect that amphetamine has on you. The effect that anger has on you. Or the effect that driving with a teenager has on you. Repeat the question. Uh, lack of sleep has the same effect on your driving ability as the effect of alcohol, the effect of drugs, the effect of anger, or the effect of driving with a teenager. Uh, well, that would be a... There's two answers to that. Best answer we want here. Uh, well, I would say that alcohol would be number... It's al but it's alcohol or drugs would have the same effect as sleeping. I guess alcohol would make you sleepier before drugs sometimes. Okay. So alcohol. Yeah, because if you do like an eight ball, you're going to be good. Speaking from experience? Yes. When passing a vehicle on the road with two lanes traveling in opposite directions, you should... Return to the lane when there's enough room between you and a vehicle behind you. Remain in the left lane until you... Only if you turn, intend to turn left. Return to the right lane immediately or drive in either lane. After you pass a vehicle with two lanes of traffic on each side, what do you do? Return to the lane as soon as you pass the vehicle. Okay, here we go. What does this mean? That would be... Intersection, it's, it's inter road curve, right turn, lane change. It's, that would be a four-point intersection. They should be more specific because that technically is a four-point intersection, not just an intersection. Okay. So, so far you are... You had one wrong. was the arrow. It says... You chose uh, a detour, and the correct answer was slow down because the road ahead changes direction at an extreme angle. I never saw that before. Uh. Last six questions. Six questions away from getting your uh, your how permit. Many, how many wrong am I allowed to get? Three? Um, Probably, yeah. 
Here we go. Roads become very slippery. A, when it's been raining for an hour. B, the day after it rains. C, 10 to 15 minutes um, during a rainstorm. Or D, right after the rain stops. Right after the rain stops? Is that your final answer? I, I don't know the answer. That's, that's a dumb question. It's either that or during the rainstorm. You want to go during? Yeah, okay. whatever, during. You may turn left on a red light if there's no traffic coming in the opposite direction. B, you are turning onto a two-way street. Or from a two-way street onto a one-way street. You're turning onto a one-way street to a one-way street. Or the car in front of you turns left. I didn't know you could turn left. I was going to say, I don't light. think you can. That's a trick question. Uh, apparently there's something I didn't know about it. Maybe the Well, the only street. logical answer would be one-way street. So one-way street to one-way street or two-way street to one-way street? One-way street to a one-way street. Okay. Before passing another vehicle, you should A, flash your headlights. B, turn on your four-way flashers to warn the driver ahead of you. C, give the proper turn signal to show that you're changing lanes. Or D, blow your horn to get the driver's attention. D, now C. What is the meaning of a yellow sign with a traffic light on it? There's a traffic light displaying a red light ahead. The traffic signal ahead is broken. The traffic signal ahead is going to be green or the traffic signal is ahead. The traffic signal is ahead. That's a dumb fucking question. When exiting the highway, you should slow down. A, on the main road just before you exit. B, once you see a toll booth. C, once you move into the exit lane. Or D, when you see an exit sign. Uh, well, most people slow down right before they get to the exit, the exit lane. Uh, but you should slow down in what is called the deceleration lane as you're exiting. So would that be once you move into the exit lane? Correct. or Into the deceleration lane. Okay. Hey, simmer down there, bro. Last question for your permit. People under the age of 16 who use false identification to buy alcohol will A, receive a driving suspension. B, not be able to take their driver's exam until they're 21. C, receive a driving suspension until they're 21. Or D, be sent to an alcohol safety education class. I don't know the answer to that. I'm going to say C. Come on. Read this section. All right, here we go. Did he pass? Well, you will actually receive a driving suspension that starts when you're 21. That's what you chose. The correct answer was you will receive a driving suspension that starts on your 16th birthday. Congratulations, AC! You have passed your driver's license permit test! Yay. Oh, you seem so fucking thrilled. Really? You didn't enjoy that at all? I thought it was interesting. I think the questions are as dumb as they were when I was 16. Yeah, I agree. I've been driving. I don't know the answer to those fucking questions. I agree. God, this song is annoying. Apparently now I know that you can turn left onto uh, at a red light as long as it's on from a one way to a one way. 
I think they should have asked real questions. Like, if you're black and you get pulled over by a police. No, Josh. All right. Do you need uh, to step out of the car with your hands above your no, head? No, Josh. Or uh, put them out the window and then so open So we're going to skip 1997 because we're already an hour and 11 minutes. Okay. Uh, what was the Howard Stern thing? Uh, so Howard Stern show debuted. Really? No, it, it didn't. Not the current Howard Stern show. Uh, his first, like, actual Howard Stern show whenever he started at, was it WKPG or something like that? I don't know. And, uh, hang on. He had a bunch of them. WNBC. <clears throat> I forget where I saw this. Wait a second. I'm getting tired, so it's very hard to read stuff right now. Well, in the interest of time, then, I will cut my... On uh, January 2nd, 1997, the Howard Stern radio show premieres in Columbus, Ohio, WBZX. Oh, yeah, in 99.7. Yeah, but that was where he started. When you watch Private Parts, that's where it all started, Josh. Yeah, I don't believe so, because he was in WNBC first. He wasn't at WNBC first. Pretty sure, check when he was there. But was it the Howard Stern show? I don't. Th I'm pretty sure that he started. Okay, I get what you're saying. He started in radio prior to that. No, he was at WNBC later. He was at WNBC when he moved to New York. He didn't move to New in York. In 1985, the Howard Stern Show began airing on New York City's WXRK FM and was syndicated the following year. There's the one thing I know. I listen to him all the time. So he's. So what the hell's the? So then they got this wrong. Howard Stern Radio Show. Premieres in Columbus, Ohio. Yeah, it premiered. It was probably the first time it was in Ohio. Oh, okay, got it. Well, then it didn't have anything to fucking do with 1997. Yeah, why? Well, I don't understand that. Yeah, well, they're wrong. All right, well, go into your trivia. All right. I hope your stories are not boring or I don't need to participate. No, in I stuff. have a story about a woman who was buried in an elf er, in a uh, M&M casket and something about a Mexican who thought he was an elf. Which of the following was invented first? The hairdryer, the radio, or the television? Probably the hairdryer. So that is my trivia. All right, so this is found in chocolate that gives it, in uh, Hershey's chocolate that gives it its unique flavor, and it's also tangy. I would say Mexican sweat. Uh, many Europeans find it totally off-putting. Um, Rufalin. Right, into your stories. All right. First story of the evening. We have... Hold, please. A Mexican president... Uh, the Mexican president posted a photo of what he claims is an elf. Mexico's president posted a photo on his social media account Saturday showing what he said appeared to be a mythological woodland spirit similar to an elf. President Andre Manuel Lopez Obrador did not seem to be joking when he posted a photo of an Alux, A-L-U-X-E, a mischievous, a mischievous woodland spirit in Mayan folklore. The president wrote that the uh, the photo was taken three days ago by an engineer, and it appears to be the mysterious creature. 
The nighttime photo shows a tree with a branch forming what looks like a halo of hair and what may be stars forming the figure's eyes. The president has long expressed uh, reverence for indigenous cultures and beliefs. Engineers and workers in the Yucatan Peninsula constructing a tourist train that the president's uh, was it the president's pet project discovered this according to traditional Mayan belief these creatures are small mischievous creatures that inhabit forests and fields and are pl are prone to playing tricks on people like hiding things some of them even leave small offerings to appease those they play with ancient Mayan civilization reached its height in Where's 300 your AD cuckoo, cuckoo, should I, should I do it? Actually, I would say it would first be this. Uh... All right, let me ask you a couple of questions. Uh, many, many continue speaking the Mayan language and wearing traditional clothing while also conserving traditional food, crops, religion, and medical practices. Um... Despite the conquest of the region by the Spanish between 1527 and 1546. You gotta be kidding me. I'm gonna send It's a bit of a stretch. But yeah, so he claims he saw this little elf in a tree. What do you think? Legit? Well, there's definitely something there, but definitely looks photoshopped. I think it's awful big to be an elf. Yeah. I don't know what that is. It looks like a fucking alien. And from there, we go to Arizona, where an Arizona grandmother's M&M-themed funeral casket goes viral. And this is just kind of creep me out. I'll send you a picture of this, too. I'm surprised Hershey didn't want a stake in this. So... A grandmother in Arizona made sure her funeral would reflect her colorful and fun personality. When she was placed in an M&M-shaped casket. Get the fuck out of here. Mary Martin. That was my grandmother's name. Seriously? Yeah. Mary Martin, a retired teacher from Snowflake, Arizona, died February 9th at the age of 86, according to her obituary. Her funeral was held at the Love Lake Chapel in Taylor, Arizona, where guests were able to see... Her unique casket during the wake and graveside service. Um, one of her grandsons told Phoenix 10 that she worked as a school teacher for 30 years. She used to initial everything MSM, but the S was in cursive, so it looked like it said M&M. The students started bringing her M&Ms. And it turned into something memorable throughout her career. She reportedly built her M&M-shaped casket with help from her son years before her death. 
The Martin family said <laughs> the casket was modeled after one of her favorite M&Ms, the blue M&M, and was aptly named Blue by Mars Incorporated. Blue was introduced in 1995. He has an ellipsoid-shaped body due to his almond core and has been branded as having a calm and cool personality, according, according to um, advertisements for the company. Her casket captured the essence of Blue, which featured the M&M's eyes closed while his hands held a miniature candy that held the names of her grandchildren and her great-grandchildren. Snippets of the M&M-themed funeral were shared in a video slideshow that was uploaded to TikTok by the family. The video has received 9.2 million views and 1.4 million likes. The video shows attendees wearing M&M t-shirts and hats. A single red hat was left on top of the casket. TikTok users complimented the family on the choice of casket. Family member said she told us before she passed, I wanted to see pictures of the coffin to go out. I want everyone to see pictures of the coffin I'm going out in. Funeral attendees also honored her by dropping M&Ms onto her casket, which made it onto a local news station. She had lots of ants after that, I'm sure. Um, she is survived by four children, 19 grandchildren, 22 great-grandchildren, and three great-great-grandchildren. She was old. She was 86. So the family must like to fuck. And that's what we have. Come on, stay with me for another 10 minutes. That's what's happening. It's over to you. All right. So, uh, 90s nostalgia is in full force in the alcohol world uh, and in the seltzer world, Josh. Sunny D has announced uh. it is launching the Sunny D Vodka Seltzer. You know, speaking of Sunny D, you know, uh, Lurch. Yeah. His daughter's name is Sunny D. That's dumb. Literally, that's dumb. Um, according to a statement provided by uh, by Sunny D, the vodka seltzer will be available nationwide starting March 11th, and it's going to be sold exclusively at Walmart. Um, <coughs> fans of the drink can always purchase the classic non-alcoholic version as well, um, which has experienced a boost in popularity as of late, so it says. Um, according to Harvest Hill Beverage, it's seen a 30% purchase uh, growth with the product since 2019. Uh, and they can even pair it with things like classic tricks for breakfast or recently resurrected the big New Yorker pizza by Pizza Hut 2. Um, as for enjoying it, um, it's meant to be enjoyed with friends when it's time to connect and chill out. Uh, so, you know, like after a day of playing Frisbee at the beach or cleaning up your town park. <laughs> Or just uh, blading with your pals. Well, that sounds like a 90s thing, so. Better than freebasing with your pals. Yeah. All right, so. Uh, residents of Lincoln County, uh, Tennessee, a community of 35,000 people, say they've had enough of the black mold quickly coating their homes I don't think you can call it that anymore streets and public spaces and they're ready to make Jack Daniels fix this uh, the mold known as Bodiana 
Compnicensis. Comp. Comp. It's not because I'm tired. Or by fucker, its, fucker, 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 damn bitch ass, its nickname, mother bastard, wick, chucklehead uh, whiskey, fucker. Whiskey fungus grows thanks to the. This is why you don't drink, folks. Ethanol vapor given off by whiskey distilleries, or in this case, the one by Jack Daniels located in town. In 2018, the liquor company built six barrel houses there and was going to construct 14 more before a recent lawsuit curtailed those plans. Uh, Christy Long, who operates a local events company at her more than 100-year-old mansion in the community, filed a lawsuit in January against the county. You're not a nice person. Citing that the barrel houses lack the proper permits for operation. And Lincoln County Chancellor J.B. Cox agreed. J.B. Cox? J.B. Cox. Hang on. How's that spelled? C-O-X. So, like, Cox? No. That would be C-O-C-K-S. C-O-X. Agreed. Shut the fuck up, Bruce. That Jack Daniels must cease construction until it obtains the necessary permits. However, that isn't enough for Long, whose lawyer, Jason Holloman, told the paper he will be asking the judge to block Jack Daniels from using the other barrel houses near the client's property as well. That really didn't happen. The fungus now is on steroids, says Long. So is Hulk Hogan, and everybody likes him. And her husband have to power wash their property every three months with harsh chemicals including bleach but the fungus simply returns if you take your fingernail and run your fingernail down our tree branch it will just coat the tip of your finger it's just disgusting she says um elizabeth conway spokesperson for brown foreman uh which owns the jack daniels branch shared in a statement with the herald leader we respect that we respect the chancellor's ruling and look forward to working with lincoln county and updating permits the Jack Daniel Distillery will continue to comply with regulations and industry standards regarding the design, construction, and permitting of our barrel houses. As for how the fungus spreads in the first place, uh, they explain it's all due to the evaporated byproduct, properly known as the Angel's Share. If you go, like the singer? Yeah, I guess. And no, it says Angel's Share. S H A R E. If you go on one of these distillery tours, they will tell you about the Angel's Share that goes into the atmosphere. Um, and unfortunately, that also results in the devil's fungus. What are you doing? Not share, C-H-E-R, share. You're weird. All right, so Willie Nelson has hosted his first luck reunion in 2012, welcoming a handful of ultra-lucky guests to his ranch near Austin, Texas, for a low-key gathering heavy on music and camaraderie. The iconic singer has just announced the events will that will accompany this year's 11th annual Luck Reunion. You're blunt rolling. And if you ever wanted to be at uh, be one of Willie Nelson's dinner guests, this is your chance. On March 15th, the ranch is opening its doors for Luck Presents Potluck 2023. Three Sisters, which features a, a slate of chefs and a, a carefully curated menu that celebrates the three core most prominently featured. How the hell is he alive yet? Because he smokes a lot of weed. He's 90. Climbing beans, maize, and squash will be highlighted in the meals prepared by chefs Crystal Wape, a member of the Kickapoo Nation. Uh, oh, I should have had that music up still. Oakland, California's Wapea Kitchen. Uh, and Britt Reed and Sua Yuli, 
of iCollective, a nonprofit organization that emphasizes indigenous communities' historical contributions to food space while showcasing their current innovations. What are you watching on your phone? Oh, I'm watching a guy cut Wagyu beef. Uh, am I boring you that much? <laughs> At least I don't have the volume on when I'm, wow. watching, when I'm doing oh, stuff. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So it's okay for you to watch videos and yeah, not pay attention to me. I, you just don't, don't have the volume on. on. Yeah. Oh, shut the fuck up. Well, it's, you know, if you're going to pay attention, at least be inconspicuous about it. Well, I'm not paying attention. That's a right. problem. So. Fewer than 300 <laughs> guests will be seated for the three sisters. Uh-huh. And after everyone and then finishes their course, you know what? I'm just going to be done with no, this. No, 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 no. So does he smoke weed with them? No. Doesn't say anything about that. So So you just eat dinner with him at his house? It's an all-you-can-eat dinner. How much do you pay? Or do you have to it win? Does, it does not say that. Oh, yes. The VIP. T- so... Uh, only a handful of single seats are available, $750, which can be purchased through the Luck Reunion website. The VIP tables for eight guests are $7,500, and half tables for four guests are $4,000. They are sold out, however. But you can sign up to be added to the wait list, Josh. So what is it? Get the Luck list. what? Uh, Luck Reunion website. Luck Reunion. All right. So there you have it. Oh, this is a big thing. Holy hell. Events, merchants. I would feel like you don't actually really do much with Willie they, Nelson. Yeah, they bring him out in a hyperbaric chamber, yeah. probably. That or he's baked, literally. Well, he probably is baked all the time. All right, you want to put up that outro music? Well, I didn't want to, you know, I want to make sure you're here. done. Uh, oh, no, it was actually because you were watching a guy cut Wagyu beef. So what's so good about Wagyu? Have you ever had it? I have had Wagyu. It is extremely delicious. Why? Because it's so fatty? It's It has the perfect marbling, so you get just a very... So what is that, a special cow? Yes, it is... it is A Wagyu cow. Yes, it is raised... I know it's, like, a, super expensive. Yes, it's raised very carefully. Like they will like feed it a special you have diet. To research there is yes, it's, it has a special diet where it comes from. Everything is very particular with the process of wagyu. It's very hard to get rated as a wagyu steak or beef at all. So, all right. So, Hershey's chocolate gets its unique flavor from this. My dad probably knows the answer. Um, it gives it its tangy flavor that Europeans find totally off-putting. I have no idea. It's called butyric acid. I that was my next guess. And it's it uh, it makes chocolate last longer on shelves. Right. Which I, is it, probably why Kit Kat tastes different from Nestle than when it because it because they Hershey probably puts the butyric acid in that. Yeah, and the Mexicans are just like fuck it, we don't care. They don't man. make Hershey chocolate that we eat in Mexico. Well, Colombia or wherever you no, were on vacation. No, it's all made in Hershey. The stuff that we get here is made in Hershey. Yeah, but the stuff we got in Dominican was made in Dominican. No, this was made in Europe, I think. Oh, was it? Why wouldn't they just ship it from Hershey? Hang on, I'm looking to see where it comes from. I don't want to drive home. God, it's going to be a long night. You know, he's take a nap here and go home later. Mm. It doesn't It doesn't say hate you on Dominica. That's weird.
No, it it says I don't know what this says. <laughs> it's, it's, it, I don't. There's so much writing on here. It's very hard. Is it in English? No. Oh, it's in, it looks like it's in Arabic. Read it. It's really weird. Made with the blood of the finest American reporters. Yeah, okay. Yeah, what the hell is this? Zawarje? Anyway. How about that trivia? For me, which of these was made first, the hairdryer, the radio, or the TV? I said hairdryer. You would be 100% correct. The first hairdryer was made around 1890, the radio 1895, and the TV 1927. In 1890, the first hairdryer was invented by French stylist Alexander Goudfro. His invention was a large seated version that consisted of a bonnet that attached to the chimney pipe of a gas stove. Boy, nothing says perm like burning your hair. Yeah, let's get the hell out of here. It's an hour and 33 minutes. It was a Good long Lord. one. I'm Hopefully sorry, everybody. Hopefully, yeah, I think it was, it was okay. I think nothing wrong with it. All right, everybody, that is going to do it. Season three and episode. And if it was, don't tell us now. Yeah, season three, episode 42. Hopefully, you're all still listening and you didn't fall asleep. Uh, season 3, Episode 42 of The Dead End with Josh and AC. Josh and AC.podbean.com. You know how to find us. But just in case you wanted to change it up, we are on Apple Podcasts. We are on iTunes. We're on the Podbean app. We're on Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Player FM, Samsung, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Pandora, CastBox, and like I said last week, probably plenty more that we don't even know about. Um, and we're also available on Amazon Music through your Alexa, Josh. If you're interested in coming out to the Season 4 opening show hit us up on facebook you can look for us josh and ac podcast or simply at josh and ac you can find us on instagram josh and ac podcast or send us an email josh and ac podcast at gmail.com ac i don't have much strength left so that's all we got for you uh next time next next time the recap from (coughs) turning stone and much more. We'll uh, we'll do our 1997 <laughs> for the wow, next show. You're a lot show. bigger than I remember. So have a great week, everybody. We'll talk to you next time. Take oh, care. Shave this thing next time. Deeper. Uh, <laughs> oh, my eyes are watering. What? Uh, oh, 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 oh,